Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. After that commercial break, you're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5. This is Parenting Hour here. My name is Kathleen Roach-Nagy and we have the second half of the show to do this evening to talk about all the issues in relation to breastfeeding and infant feeding, in particular breastfeeding, um, and with our communities. We were talking about the difficulties and why people uh, don't start feeding in the first place and then why they tend to give it up maybe early and the pressure that they're under from other members of maybe the family or extended family or community itself in in not being able to continue it. So we they had a big, lovely discussion with Dr. Cobra before the break around this and thinking, how can we change this in some way? What do we need to do? And there were some great suggestions, actually, that came up, Cobra, around that, about um, having more people trained up in breastfeeding that could promote breastfeeding in different settings that you could go in different locations and have stickers there as baby friendly stickers and knowing where to go on out if it was a restaurant or a coffee shop or even in a mosque area a baby friendly sticker area that where mums can sit comfortably and there might even be a little screen there around them that they can sit and uh, be, have that screen and that bit of privacy mm-hmm. in the, the women's sector even because some some mums may not want to even or may feel shy doing a breastfeeding in front of other mums, especially if your first baby, you know, and, yeah. and baby's a bit fussy and how they latch on, etc. And, yeah. it, you know, it's hard to do that. Mm. Yeah. And and even simple things like leaflets. I, I mean, you, you might know more than me, but I, I haven't come across leaflets that are maybe in the language of choice for some of the sub- the communities that we're talking about, you know, mm. just maybe something that's written in Urdu or um, Bengali or, you know, or something, or Punjabi that, you know, that, that makes the information accessible. Um, you know, we see leaflets written in English and that's fine, but not everyone can read English. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah exactly. Using visuals, you know, having visual information. Yeah. Um, because, you know, everyone's reading level is different. Um, and having something, it's just about making information accessible, just making sure that all mums are well informed, you know, well informed of all the benefits, you know, before they make that feeding choice, mm-hmm. um, you know. So yeah, something like that. Something like yeah, it's something that actually we've spoken about with Best Beginnings. And, uh, Best Beginnings is an organisation that have yeah. produced a baby app, and they yeah. have a lot. They have about three hundred videos. And Alison Brum was on the radio yeah. a couple of weeks ago talking about this, and they also have um, a, C- a DVD uh, that you can. Uh, get I think from the NHS now about that but a lot uh, some of the things are in English some things they do have done in languages but to have that in more languages in audio so that you don't have to read because sometimes it's harder to sit down and find something to read but if if you have it in a language that can just speak to you um, you could have a talking to you while you're doing the cooking or something else you're getting on with something else as well it's it's easier yes definitely most Mm. definitely yeah. So maybe that is, is something that we need to think of. How can we promote that more in, yeah. in, in, in encouraging people to come on this, to come on, to have these apps on their phone, to have that information there in their language, to be able to ask questions then back as well, exactly. um, so that they get the correct information. 
yeah, it's about having that dialogue, open mm. dialogue about infant feeding, you know, whatever mm. the questions. They feel like they are able to approach, um, you know, a person or even a tool um, and then, yeah, and, and, and gain the information they require. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and it, it is hard because we've gone through a period of time and, of course, it's affected every single community where... Um, breast was taught that it wasn't best that was the thought procedure and it was taught that um that milk powder milk was much better and it, and maybe some people when they come newly to the UK think that this because they see this ha- over here in the UK they think that, oh maybe th- I'm doing something wrong that yeah. it is better to have the bottled milk that yeah. this is something I should be doing now I can afford to buy yeah. some to powder milk. milk and I you know and they get confused yes yes it, it is a lot of information to digest isn't it mm. and formula feeding companies spend millions on their promotion mm-hmm. to you know what we can spend you know, promoting breastfeeding. So actually, mm-hmm. of course, formula feeding companies are more prevalent and, you know, we are, we see them more, they're more visible. Um, so, yeah, it's about, it's just about informing, isn't it? It's just about that. It's just about giving the right information, making sure that they understand the information as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important as well. It's fair enough, you know, giving information is one thing, but actually making sure that they understand the information mm-hmm. and what it means mm-hmm. is, is just, is just so important. So do you um, think we could spend or we could do something, work with midwives and when they are having their their first visit or maybe children's centres now because they're doing a lot of joint up work actually with midwives yeah. and children's centres to spend that bit, that two, three minutes with, yeah. with a mum to explain it a bit more? Yeah, I think so. But do you know what? Midwives do a fantastic job. They, they are do. so overworked. Yeah. So, so busy. Mm. They are the first point of contact for many, many mums. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but do you know, in the very early days when you're in hospital, mums don't always, the kind of the, the factors that we've talked about, they come on later on, don't they? They come later on. So, mm. you know, living in the extended family, mm. the, you know, all the other different issues, they come afterwards. So maybe health visiting teams, they might have a role to play. Mm-hmm. It's about opening up the discussions, isn't it? Because actually, if health visiting teams don't know these issues exist, then they're not going to ask the questions around that. Mm. Um, I spoke to someone who's been, you know, working with these committees for a little while now, and actually she said, oh, I didn't know, you know, um, these mums discarded colostrum. And I said, oh, mm. no, actually, if you don't ask the question... Then these mm. just, it's just a norm. Well, you know, and, and you know, some of the mums in my PhD, they did ask. They did say, well, well, actually, why would I tell you that I discarded colostrum? Because it's just a dumb thing. It's just, I didn't think it was, it was something to, you know. <laughs> to, to tell really. anybody. To tell yeah, anybody about exactly. because it's, it's a normal thing, like you fill yeah. up the kettle before you boil it. Exactly. So it's just a normal exactly. thing. Yeah. It's just a normal thing. But if you explicitly ask them, yeah. then they will say, actually, yeah, we did discard you know, so we, you know, it's about education. It's about being informed. I think that's what it comes down to. And I keep saying these two words, but actually, it's so important um, to, to to be educated and be informed about the choices that are available. Yeah.
Yeah, it is indeed. We do have a lot of work to do. And we, we mentioned earlier before the break of the role of dads. And I know yeah. you're doing a piece of work around that. Can you explain that to us a little bit more? Well, um, yeah. So it's a, well, it's an, well, it's a, well, it's not an extension such. It's part of the lift project that we're doing mm-hmm. is to engage with fathers. Um, we're still in the preliminary stages of trying to set that up. But hopefully when that's all set up, I can, you know, I'll let you know and then we can try and get some dads, you know, that are interested to come and talk to me. But yeah, it's about trying to understand what they're, experiences are and what their opinions are about it whether they see a role in supporting um, infant feeding um, in the community as a whole but also you know for their babies you know do they see it as a role that they would be able to support um, you know and if they if they don't see it as that you know what's what kind of surrounds that what's what are some of the barriers that surround that yeah so it's just getting their voices heard really um and again nationally fathers aren't really underrepresented underrepresented in the literature and it's it's the same for south asian communities as well we don't really have much literature if any actually on fathers and their experiences really yeah it's amazing isn't it yeah it is and you know that that's that is so important especially within the muslim faith uh, the involvement of the father and the responsibilities of the father. I mean, we're talking about rights of the child, but then there's responsibilities of the parents, especially the dad, in, in the mm. issues around this. Mm. Oh, mm. very interesting. So lots of work to be done. Yes. <laughs> lots and lots of work to be done. And it's always the first steps that are so important in this work, indeed. To, and it's the first steps to, to anything. We all have to take those baby steps to try and make big changes. So you're trying to work around that and engage in dads, and I'm sure when 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 you are ready, um, we can uh, advertise it a bit more, and then uh, and uh, hopefully some dads will come forward. Or if there's dads listening today and want to find out a bit more about it, if you want to phone in the studio at o one two one double seven two double eight nine two, or email studio at unityfm.net and just. Um, uh, f- to find out more and to uh, ask more qu- uh, questions about it, we can pass on your information on to, to Cobra, and then when she has the project all ready and set up, then you'll be able to uh, respond to that and uh, respond that to them. That would be great. Yeah, mm. that would be great. Uh, uh, do you? Is it all uh, Muslim cultures that you're trying to access? So you're trying to access. We're specifically looking at um, Pakistani and Bangladeshi communities at the moment Mm -hmm. um, because actually where we're based in Coventry, there was um, a need to work with these communities. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we're we're trying to be focused on those. But yeah, South Asian communities as a whole um, is just, yeah, trying to support those communities. Mm. Um, But I am aware, actually, there's so many communities that need the support, um, you know, that that just touches the surface. You know, we're a multicultural country um coventry is multicultural so there's so many different communities that need um need our support and actually they have very different needs mm-hmm. um so hopefully yeah trying to trying to understand what their needs are is definitely the first stepping stone of doing that yes of course it yeah. is indeed yeah. so it, it sounds great it sounds like there is a with all these ideas coming forward and uh, many heads coming together uh, you and your team that we are going to make way in trying to change misconceptions and move hopefully. forward hopefully so you know it, it, now people might be interested about this and interested in get hear more about uh, your future piece of work. Is there a way they could contact you directly if they were if they didn't want to come through the studio? 
Of course, yes. So they can, if I can, I'll give the email address out for the project. If any questions about the project or you'd like to find out more, then you can contact us on lift.hls at coventry.ac.uk. That's lift.hls at coventry.ac.uk. We look forward to hearing from you. Or they could contact me on my email, which is alphabravo7733 at coventry.ac.uk. So that's ab7733 at coventry.ac.uk. So if there's any questions or just if they want to share their experiences, just drop me an email. Love to hear from you. Right, indeed. And, you know, there's it's, it's those experiences or those little things. We have uh, sparklers trained up here in Birmingham. We call them sparklers and they are yeah. sparklers. Mashallah, they, they yeah. do sparkle. And we have some of them trained up to be breastfeeding buddies. Yeah. And and that is a system of peer mentoring parents that uh, want to breastfeed. And it's done mainly over the phone, over WhatsApp, so it's it's free. It's not going into people's houses because it's not usually around the beginning of latching on and that, that the difficulties. Mm. The difficulties often come a bit later on when um, maybe baby has a growth spurt and yeah. is a bit hungrier and mum yeah. thinks she doesn't have enough milk and then yeah. uh, people are telling her, oh, look, a baby's crying so much, now it's time to give up uh, yeah. feeding uh, or that uh, she feels that it's she doesn't have the amount of time and she just might have a little dip in her intention of keeping going and sometimes the sparklers they often feed back to me that when they talk to these people and just remind them of the benefits and of the rewards they're getting and how Allah will reward them for what they're doing and give them some tips to how to overcome this you know and and what to drink and how to drink more fluids and take a bit more rest because sometimes it maybe mum is is overtired and uh, just needs to pass over baby for um, to dad for half an hour an hour and she takes a nap you know herself to mm. to 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 help the, the, her f- continue you know as, as she can so just little tips like this they give moms and it makes all the difference i can imagine all the difference i, I have parents coming back and saying you know i was at a, a real low there and just that voice reminding me of my religious obligations of yeah. of the rewards i was getting that just turned me into a different frame yeah. of mind and made me al- allowed to continue doing it while I was nearly at the brink of stopping. Yeah, that's fabulous. Kathleen, the work that you do is just absolutely fabulous. The Sparklers, they, yeah, amazing work. That social support network is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and yeah, and using different methods. So WhatsApp, you know, that's, they don't have to go to a group. Mm-hmm. You know, they can, they can have that support in the comfort of their own home. Yeah. You know, if they can't always be on the phone, then actually just having that social support through text messaging is just fabulous. Mm. You're doing amazing work. Oh, thank you, indeed. Thank you. Well, we need more smart. Is there doing the amazing work? Not me, indeed. Um, mashallah, we we need to do a lot of dua for them and and for all our team and for all our parents as well that cool. come on courses. Mashallah, they do all the work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in life we feel helpless when we're alone There's so much darkness but we forget What Allah taught us that we are strong When we help each other This pain 
that you feel We all feel this pain the same And we will be standing here together forever No matter what life will throw We can conquer if we stand together So let's stand together forever, inshallah. Oh Lord, as long as you're with us, please, then all our pains worth every penny. Each day and night, let's pray to our Lord that we can fight all forms of sorrow. This pain that you feel, we all feel the pain the same. And we will be standing here together forever. No matter what life will throw, we can conquer if we stand together. So let's stand What you're feeling has a meaning So keep believing, let's talk healing Oh ma, do not worry, your tears are heard By the Almighty This pain that you feel We all feel the pain the same And we will be Thank you. Well, we need more smart. Is Sarah doing the amazing work? Not me, indeed. Um, mashallah, we have, we need to do a lot of dua for them and and for all our team and for all our parents as well that cool. come on courses. Mashallah, they do all the work in doing this. But uh, I think there is a need there for people, parents, not just anybody, but parents who have know and experience and know what it's like to be trained up to be able to support others. And yeah. it is. Uh, as you say, a message that may take 30 seconds to write that could change somebody completely. Of course, mm. yes, 100%. So indeed, we, we all have our own little bits of movement and, and uh, efforts to do. And we've had a lot of ideas, as we've talked a lot, about, a lot about how we can move things forward. I'm sure listeners could come up with other ideas. So listeners, please do ring in, do uh, or email in, send your ideas, send your messages al- along. And we'd love to hear all of them. And it may be your idea that may be the successful one. Um, so come, or if you want to come into Approach Parenting to meet us either, you're more than 
them welcome and we can talk about it a bit further uh, and try and unpick some ideas that you may have. You know, you know, I often say to um, people when I'm coaching them that we yep. should we should sleep with a pen and paper beside our beds because I remember reading one time about a lot of the inventors. They used to wake up in the middle of the night and they would have a pen and paper beside their bed because they yep. could have an idea and they'd jot it down. Because yep. in the morning time when they wake up, of course, that idea is gone. But when they, exactly. when they jot it down, they still had that idea that they could return to. So maybe we need to do the we same thing. When we're, yeah. I'm so glad you said that, Catherine, because throughout my PhD, that is what I did. I had a notebook by my bed and my husband used to think I was crazy. <laughs> but, you know, it's an actual thing. Yeah. So I will go back and say to him, actually, Sister Kathleen has, <laughs> you know, said exactly the same thing. This is what we should be doing. Hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, the more ideas, the merrier. Brilliant, it's brilliant. The only way we can go forward. That sounds really good indeed. If you if you just like to give your uh, contact details one more time before we end the show, that would be great. If any questions about the project or you'd like to find out more, then you can contact us on lift.hls at coventry.ac.uk. That's lift.hls at coventry.ac.uk. Or my work email, which is alphabravo7733 at coventry.ac.uk. That's a B double seven double three at Coventry AC UK. Wonderful. And listeners, please do do for all those mums that are may feel it's a bit hard at the moment and they're yeah. struggling, especially in Ramadan, fasting and whether they keep it up. They have an excuse, of course, in Ramadan not to, to feed. You know that, no, uh, subhanAllah, no. our religion is is so compassionate, really so compassionate. Yeah. You know, they, they do have that excuse. So, But please, listeners, do do for them. Do do for everybody, inshallah, that may Allah respond to your du'a in this blessed month and uh, help us all help Cobra and her team help everybody who's trying to change things to, to make our communities and our societies better and the next generation of successful individuals that will achieve things and will be ins- inspirational inshallah I mean, thank you so Me. much. You're welcome indeed, inshallah. Um, listeners, we're going to close today's show now and let you uh, tune into some nice nasheeds, inshallah, to help us remember Allah in this blessed month and, and, and come a bit closer to him, inshallah. And until next week, please have a safe and a healthy and happy week, inshallah. And take care, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Masi sondele, masi sondele, ah, pila no tolo, yelele. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, wallahu Subhanallah, walhamdulillah La ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar You can say it once or a hundred times or more You feel a peace inside and it'll open every door That's the power of
Alhamdulillah 